Welcome to the Call It In podcast for women seeking more depth and more meaning in their life, more happiness, more healthiness, more peacefulness, more abundance, and more overall fulfillment. Each episode provides practical, actionable steps in mindset, soul set, and heart set living for seekers on a mission to call more into their lives. Join us for a new episode every Wednesday as we call it in with Dar. Welcome back to our greatest hits countdown. We have only two left. We're on hit number two, where we travel through the various colors and their emotional traits. The hue of you, psychology of color, came up as hit number two. Listen in to call it in with Dar. Hit number two, hue of you, psychology of color. Oscar Wilde once said, mere color can speak to the soul in a thousand different ways. And that is what today's episode is about. It's about how color speaks to us in our emotions and the psychology of color. In other words, the hue of you, because it sounds like more fun to say that, (laughs) the hue of you. Let's begin by taking a few minutes to appreciate the colors in the world around us. Starting with the sky and its variations of blues, grays, whites, the magical transparent prism shades that make up a rainbow if there's a rainbow in the sky. Consider the radiant yellows, pinks, reds, and oranges in a sunrise. Think about those same colors in deeper tones with magenta and purple and turn your thoughts to a sunset. Think of the various shades of green and then as the leaves create outlines in the sky. Let's pause here a moment to let this picture really sink in and to realize that of all these colors that are above us and we didn't even reach ground level yet, (laughs) right? The sky and the rainbow and the sunrise and the sunsets. If we were to continue this color inventory on into flowers and animals and insects and trees and various landscapes across various countries, there would be millions and millions of color variations in just our natural world 
without even considering the man-made environment. As you recall the sky colors we just talked about, did you notice any particular reaction as you pictured the colors? More than likely, you did feel kind of your emotions at play. If you were visualizing the rainbow or visualizing the sunrise or visualizing the sunset. And that is one aspect of the psychology of color. How does a particular color in a particular shade make you feel? Another aspect is how the color makes you think, or more specifically, how the color helps you to learn or to focus, or perhaps to be in a different state of mind, perhaps a healing energy. I personally have been interested in the influence or the psychology of color and its effect on human behavior for years. Back when I was selecting a topic for my Master's of Education thesis, my first choice was to study how color could influence learning, particularly um, beginning reading. My advisor discouraged me, saying that he could fill a classroom easily with all the papers that had been written about color theory. So needless to say, I picked another topic. But color has always fascinated me. And I thought it was the artist eye. But when I added energy healing to my interest in color, my fascination grew even more, expanding it to aura colors, chakra colors, chromonology healing, and colored light rays all of which we will probably address in additional episodes for this podcast. However, for today, it's the emotions is what we're going to talk about. Let's zero in on the emotions evoked by one specific color, a color that you personally identify with. And that is what we will call the hue of you. A great way to begin is how we actually sometimes begin with children and we ask them, what is your favorite color? But perhaps your favorite color as a child is not the same as it is now. Consider that. If you don't think that you have a preference of color, look at the color that presents itself the most in your clothing. That is probably your foundational or core hue. For example, as I was growing up, my color was pink. 
but it changed to teal as I reached adulthood. The positive aspects of pink are friendship, romance, and nurturing. The weaker aspects of pink are silly, needy, and immature. So to me, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) And I pretty much grew out of pink as my core color, although I still like it. When I moved on to teal or turquoise as my main preference, the positive characteristics of turquoise, if that's anyone else's favorite color, is healing, understanding, emotional protection, and health. And I definitely resonate with all of those. Its less positive emotions are impractical and idealistic. I can probably be called that as well sometimes. So this hue I can identify with, turquoise or teal, as being my core color, um, psychologically speaking. I actually only use it as accents in my home and occasionally in my clothes. By including pops of teal throughout my daily environment, I can reinforce its healing properties in my everyday life. So I don't have large amounts of the color, but I, for instance, have it on my phone case, something that I view more often than I probably would like and can get my dose of teal color therapy every day. Let's talk about a few other colors. Most of us are familiar with the symbolic colors of white, black, and red. It's almost common knowledge that white is like purity, innocence, virginity, cleanliness. Uh, Black as power and authority, formality, death, grief, and red as love, passion, energy, ambition, sexuality, and anger. Those colors are pretty common. Um, symbolically speaking. But let's talk about a few others. The emotion of orange. So orange, if that's one of your favorite colors or you think it's your the hue of you, orange represents joy, happiness, creativity, and success. The downside of orange as a core color is pessimism, hyperactivity, and superficial. 
These are just emotions to be aware of if orange is the hue of you. If not, how about yellow? Yellow, as you might expect, is bright, cheerful, sunny, and alert. The downside of yellow is egocentric, critical, and impatient. So what about yellow? Is that the hue of you? If green is your favorite color, it might be because it elicits calmness and harmony. It also symbolizes growth, self-reliance, and peace. The negative aspects of green are greed, jealousy, illness, and feeling stuck or trapped. I hope that these emotions of core colors are making sense to you. For instance, maybe you like green as a bedroom or front room color for peacefulness and relaxation. Blue is also a popular peaceful room color and it is quiet, calm, and connected to trust, loyalty, knowledge, and integrity. If it's the hue of you, be aware of the negative side as sometimes being withdrawn, conservative, depressed, frigid, or secluded. As with both the colors green and blue, there are a variety of different shades and that will add other characteristics or emotions to the psychology of the color and to their presence, which you can consider in identifying your specific hue of you. You can combine multiple traits as you are combining colors. Perhaps purple is a color that really resonates with you, as it is a color of wisdom, dignity, creativity, mystery or magic, royalty and power. Its negative aspects are sadness, frustration, immaturity, and impracticality. When purple gets a little bit more red added to it to form magenta, Many of the negative aspects of purple disappear, and I think that's quite interesting. And the positives include spiritual strength, logic, universal harmony, 
and emotional balance. Those qualities reinforce why many of my clients report seeing magenta frequently in their dreams. If they see any colors at all, magenta seems to be a popular one. And that makes sense to me because dream in dreams we get messages from spirit and so they would come in colors and pictures and words and one of the colors would be magenta. Brown is a color connected to leadership, willpower, courage, and security. The more negative aspects of brown are the emotions of anger, rage, feeling restricted, and barren ground. Gray is a color of compromise, neutrality, but also independence. Its downside is it can be rigid, detached, unemotional, and indecisive. Let's also consider the metallic shades of gold and silver. And they're frequently used as accent colors, but could be your particular core color or your foundational emotional color as well. Gold symbolizes luxury, elegance, value, success, abundance, and prosperity. It can become materialistic and too extravagant for some people. So those would be the negative sides of gold. Silver, the other metallic, is modern, glamorous, and sophistication. Emotional and overly sensitive are the negatives of silver. Now that you've identified with a few colors that could be your hue of you, let's consider that these colors, just like the emotions that they evoke, resonate or vibrate at a certain frequency or a certain musical note or sound. For example, if we look at my original color pink, the emotion of love and pink is at a frequency of 528 hertz. I actually have a small flute called the Love Tuner 
that elicits that tone of 528 hertz. So I'm going to play that for you. Did you feel the shift to that frequency? I know I did. Can you tell my voice kind of deepened and slowed down? If you are interested in the love tuner or interested in what musical note, hertz, or wavelength your core color vibrates at, there is a chart posted in the show notes at collidianpodcast.com. The sound frequency used along with the ray of color can be a powerful healing treatment. That, of course, is too detailed for us to go into now, right here. But a brief overview of what problems the color can help with I will be able to uh, provide within this time. So let's go to magenta, which I mentioned we see in dreams quite often, or even dreaming while awake, not just dreaming while asleep. But magenta is a very spiritual color. And we'll start with magenta. It can be used for headaches, nausea, stroke, vomiting. And then violet or purple can be used for earaches, menopause, mental illness, warts. And the color blue has the most varied list. And we know that blue has a large variety of shades too. So that makes sense. But I'll just name a few of them. Anxiety, asthma, acne, coughs, cramps, a variety of skin conditions, gallstones, mumps, hiccups, influenza, influenza, sprains, tonsillitis, toothaches, and other injuries. Turquoise or teal can be used for fatigue, fever, pneumonia, any kind of insect stings, swelling, stress, tension, boils. Green can be applied for chest pain. Uh, any gastric ulcer, heart, any heart disease, trauma, and tumors, and also warts. Yellow is beneficial to arthritis, hepatitis, 
jaundice, stiffness of joints, orange can be used for arthritis, the common cold, constipation, addictions, fatigue, and kidney or liver disease. Red is beneficial for colds, leukemia, any numbness. So that just gives you a few ideas of not just the emotional aid that a color can bring, but also the physical and energetic wave. My intention with today's episode was for you to identify with one color, the hue of you, based on your personal connection to the color, based on emotional responses when I read the strength and perhaps weaknesses, we called them downside of a color, And when we talk about the sound of a color, you can look that up as well on the show notes. So as Oscar Wilde's quote explains, color can speak to the soul in a thousand different ways. So call it in, call in color into your life. Call it in with Dar. That sound you just heard is from a precisely crafted miniature flute called the Love Tuner. It resonates at 528 hertz, the sound of love and compassion. It reduces stress, strengthens your immune system, and quickly raises your vibration. Find out more on the show notes page at www.callitinpodcast.com. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Call It In With Dar. If you enjoyed what you heard, please leave a review. And don't forget to check out the show notes page for special offers and more information at callitinpodcast.com.